Hello? 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 What's the new? Okay. And dislike my stream. Twitter. Okay. So that. Thank you for whoever liked the stream. If whoever's in here, can you just confirm that you can hear me? Start in a couple minutes. What a week. Talk about. Big week. Tons of news. Once again, the five minute mark, I'll uh, start. Or maybe a bit less. Probably a bit less. I'll start in a few seconds. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, to the stream. Gonna start on oh, about to start. All right, let's start. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode eight of Benny and the Booth podcast. What a week we have to talk about from college football and all its craziness, though there wasn't much, to NFL, where I basically learned predict the upset whenever and no matter what. MLB awards, some were controversial, some were not, and some other MLB news, and once again, LeBron being a hot topic in the NBA. All of that coming up on this episode of the podcast. Hello, welcome back to episode eight. Thank you for all the support. Uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, at some point, I do want to set a subscriber goal for before 2022. Um, just not sure how much. Well, it will probably be like a Q&A where I would like ask people put in the comments like questions they would want to know about me. And I'll either do a stream or a video where I go through them. Um, but the goal and to what extent will be determined uh, as we go along. I do want to give an update as I did put out that I'm going to do a video also this week covering when the rankings come out because they're about to change drastically uh, this coming week. Um, I am probably going to do the video. I'm going to record it on Thursday on my own and put up the video on Thursday. I don't know what time to expect it around, but keep an eye on the to onto the channel so you're are aware when it goes up. And speaking about that, subscribe if you're new here, subscribe to the channel and leave the notification bell on so you get notified when I go live or and or when I put up a video, uh, so you won't miss when I go live or when I put up a video. But definitely uh, nearing 50 subscribers actually, which is crazy to say. I only, this is episode eight and we're already almost at 50, um, which it's crazy to imagine, but currently at 47 actually, as we speak, um, but really happy with how the subscriber numbers have gone and can't wait to see how much it goes up between now and future. Anyways, let's get into it. College football week. 12. Before I get into week 12, since we did not have the rankings by the last episode, I'm just going to go through the rankings. Who's ranked, who's ranked where, who's ranked where from week 11 and where they were ranked in the previous rankings. So number one was Georgia, as expected, still number as they were ranked one. The top seven did not change, which was Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Cincinnati, out Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, and Michigan State. From there, it did change. Uh, Notre Dame went up to 8 from 9. Oklahoma State went up from 10 to 9. Wake Forest went up from 12 to 10. Baylor went up from 13 to 11. Ole Miss went up from 15 to 12. Oklahoma, after their loss to Baylor, went down from 8 to 13. BYU staying neutral at 14. Wisconsin going up from 18 to 15. Texas A&M going up from 11 to 6, going down from 11 to 16. Iowa going up from 20 to 17. Pittsburgh going up from 21 to 18. San Diego State going up from 22 to 19. NC North Carolina State going up from 16 to 20. From down from 16 to 20. Arkansas going up from 25 to 21. University of Texas San Antonio going up from 23 to 22. Utah going up from 24 to 23. Houston unranked last week, ranked at 24. Mississippi State, who is also unranked. Uh, the previous week went is at 25. And the teams that dropped out from last week's rankings 
Auburn, which was ranked 17 before, and Purdue, that was ranked 19th. Let's get into what happened in college football this past week. First game, Ohio State, Michigan State. I thought America's line was lying when they said 19 and a half. Ended up being 20 at the end, I think. I thought it was a lie. I thought it was going to be a close game, back and forth. 56 to 7, Ohio State. And there's three ways to summarize this game. One, it was 49 nothing until Michigan State even put up seven points, which was like late third, early fourth quarter. And that was even off a pick, but thrown by Ohio State backup, CJ McCord or Kyle McCord or whatever his name is. Okay. Two, Heisman Trophy candidate, which is the MVP of college football, Kenneth Walker III, the running back for Michigan State, six carries for 26 yards. And he's lucky because they, they his backup running back actually had fumbled. He's lucky he did not have the fumble, but you know, he's in the Heisman Trophy candidate race. And the third way to explain this is Mel Tucker, who's the coach for Michigan State, and he's only been the coach for the last two years. He made the dumbest decision he has ever made in his two years at Michigan State, and that's giving up Buckeyes, who have the best wide-receiving core in the country, or or one of the best, I would say the best, but again, that's a, me being a biased Ohio State Buckeyes fan, the ball first, and they took it down and scored a touchdown. Like, what are you doing, Mel Tucker? I mean, he had barely – me. he had an interesting explanation uh, for the loss after the game, but Michigan State just had no shot from getting that, and it was a wipeout. Um, completely surprising. They're going to drop in rankings for sure, um, probably into double digits. I did, They'll be ranked, but it's not going to – it'll be at least 10, maybe more. If it was close – Maybe they still be within the top 10, but 56 to 7, they're dropping down below the top 10 for sure, no doubt, uh, in my mind on that. Next up, the last game I'm going to talk about regarding the East Division, uh, Michigan at Maryland. And this game is important because of this coming week. Uh, Michigan did win their game 59 to 18. I did not watch a lot of the highlights of the rest of the college football scores I'm going to go through. I'm just going to go through them and tell you what happened. uh, Iowa, which is regarding the Big Ten West, uh, beat Illinois this week 33-23. Minnesota, which is also a factor in the Big Ten West, beat Indiana at Indiana 35-14. Nebraska, Wisconsin, big factor in the West, beat Nebraska at home 35-28, but a struggle win. And one outside of Big Ten, because this – well, I have another one too, but – SEC, Alabama clinched uh, their spot to the SEC championship game, making it firm. That's going to be Alabama versus Georgia. I'm not going to talk about much of the conference championships outside the Big Ten until next week when we know the schedule for all the the conference championship games. But anyways, uh, but they struggled against Arkansas. They had big leads at certain points, but they almost blew them almost every time, uh, barely pulling off a win, 42-35 enough, though, to clinch the division for them. And the last score I will mention, which basically is what is going to change up the college football playoffs, is Oregon got absolutely pummeled by Utah, 38-7. to I watched the highlights of this game. It was all Utah. Uh, but, yeah, they got pumbled over. Uh, so that's the scores from last week. 
Now let's get into the Big Ten circumstances for this week. Big Ten East, simple explanation. It's the game rivalry between Ohio State and the team up north or Ishian or whatever, or the Wolverines. Winner represents the East in the Big Ten Championship game. Simple enough. Not many more factors to go into to try to explain it. That's all it is. Winner is in the Big Ten Championship game and still has hopes for the college football playoffs. For the West, however, it's not as simple. And I'm going to go through the games that matter and what results lead to what. So the games that matter is Iowa on Friday playing on the road at Nebraska, Indiana playing at Purdue on Saturday, and Wisconsin playing at Minnesota Saturday. So this is what ha- what now. If Wisconsin wins, barring no other result, Wisconsin wins, they are in the Big Ten Championship game representing the Big Ten West. If Minnesota wins and Purdue wins and Iowa loses, Minnesota's in. However, if Iowa wins and Wisconsin loses, a.k.a. Minnesota wins, Per Iowa's in. So you're basically three teams in the race, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. Wisconsin has the easiest path. Minnesota's second easiest. Iowa the hardest. But either of the three could do it. But really, the big game is Wisconsin-Minnesota because if Wisconsin wins, then it doesn't matter. Uh, then if Wisconsin wins, it doesn't matter because then they're automatically uh, going to be the uh, be in the game. Sorry about that. Got an alert that caught my eye. Um, and that's it for college football. But uh, this is gonna be a big week. And then this, and then Thursday, I'm gonna be putting out a video on the rankings themselves going into Week 13, aka the last regular season week of some team at home. Uh, the conference championship games are all at neutral site. It happens to be actually Ohio, the Big Ten championship games location, uh, Indiana, where the Colts play is actually also the location for the national championship game this year, which is interesting. Uh, but we'll see what happens. NFL Week 11. What in the world happened? <laughs> uh, let's get into this. Patriots, Falcons, all Patriots. Literally, the Falcons played four different quarterbacks in this game. No, three different quarterbacks. Two picks by Ryan, Matt Ryan. A pick by Josh Rosen. And a pick by Felipe Franks. And the one by Josh Rosen was taken for a pick six. All Patriots. Patriots win this one 25-0. Next up, Lions at Browns. This game was too sweaty for comfort. This got too close for comfort. Way too close for comfort. Uh, the Browns jumped out early 13-0 going into the second half. And I thought they were going to add on more offensively. They couldn't do a thing offensively after that as uh, the Lions defense just completely shut them down uh, the rest of the game offensively. The Lions ended up putting up 10 points, which got to 13-10, but thankfully the Browns were able to stand ground from there and barely beat the Lions 13-10. Too close for comfort. I am happy that they won at the end, but... They cannot be losing, being the Lions by only three points. But a win's a win, especially in the division. Next up, Philly at New Orleans. 
This wasn't even close. Philly ran over, passed over, and just rummaged through the Saints like nobody's business. Saints did put up a good amount of points, but they were no match for Philly on this day, 40-29. to Next up, Jets at Dolphins. This game was actually a bit back and forth. Uh, was actually back and forth basically the entire game, surprisingly. 7 for 7-7, seven, 14-14. Seven, uh, 21 seven, ended up, and then Dolphins barely eking out a win at New York, 24-17. But this was a back-and-forth game from beginning to end. Uh, very surprising, but then again, the Dolphins have been a mess in their own. So what else can you say, really? Next up, Panthers at fo- hosting the football team. Ron Rivera returning to Carolina. Cam Newton is first game at, Cam- at with the Panthers at home uh, since he signed back. They both teams put a good competitive fight back and forth, but in the end, football team is barely able to eke out a win 27-21 over the Panthers. Next up, Indy at Buffalo. What the heck has happened to Buffalo these couple weeks? The, Josh Allen fell flat. The Bills' offense fell flat. Their special teams fell flat. As Isaiah McKenzie had a fumble that literally set the Bills in a scoring position, uh, score like a uh, setup to score. And Jonathan Taylor just ran all over the Bills for like four or five touchdowns. He put up like 50-plus points in fantasy this week. It was all Colts as they get revenge for last week's playoff game. 41-15. to Yes, you heard me right. 41-15. to Just crazy. Next up, Niners to Jaguars. No shocker here. The Niners were all over the Jaguars all day. All game long, there was a fight, but it wasn't really much to like note. But anyways, Niners won 30-10. Next up, tennis Titans at hosting the Texans. This was a big shocker. Tyrod Taylor leading the Texans big time, up 19 to nothing at one point. The Titans fought back, but their problem was is that Ryan Tannehill threw four picks in total in the game, and they also had a fumble on special teams, and that was a nail in the coffin. As the Texans beat the Titans 22 to 13. Big upset this week. And now they're really like questions even the Titans like a bit. Next up, Packers at the Vikings. The Vikings jumped out big and it looked like they were gonna win this game. Packers ended up fighting back, but in the end, the Vikings gotta go ahead. The game wing field goals just as time expired. Though technically the Packers actually had a pick and early in that drive, but it was called back because he did not have full possession of the football. Uh, but the Vikings he got a win 34 to 31. Next up, Ravens at Bears. The Bears in the first half like stunk. They put up six points in the first half. Then again, the Ravens last second were without Lamar Jackson due to illness. Uh, which Huntley played Nick Huntley, he was the backup. Played decent, nothing over the top, uh, but you did enough to give the Ravens a win. But the Bears stuck them first half. Then uh, Justin Fields went down with injury. Dalton led them basically to a complete comeback that looked like they were going to win 13 to 9. And then the Ravens got a last second touchdown with 22 seconds left, and that was the nail in the coffin as the Ravens barely eked out a win over the Bears 16 13. Next up, Bengals at Raiders. This was all Bengals. Not much more to say on this game. It was all Bengals. Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. It was all Bengals. Not much more to say. They won this game 
Next up, Arizona-Seattle. It was all Arizona. Still without Kyler Murray. I think DeAndre Hopkins might have been hack. I think Hopkins was back. But I know Kyler Murray was definitely out. I'm going to double-check that. But I'm pretty confident uh, that DeAndre – that. Hopkins might have been back. Let's see. No, I guess not. Why do you think he was back? No, he was out. I don't know. Uh, but either way, the card it was all Cardinals as they won 23 to 13. Dallas at Kansas City. This was an odd game. Dak was off his game. He threw a pick. And really the crucial part when you play the Chiefs is you cannot lose a turnover battle, and they lost a turnover battle. Uh, pick, just, I mean, they had picked themselves too, but they, I mean, actually they might have won, but still they just were bad. I don't know what is going on with the Cowboys anymore. Uh, Chiefs, he got to win 19-9 at home. Sunday night football, Chargers at Steel, hosting the Steelers. It looked like the Chargers were going to wipe the floor, and then the, the Steelers put up 2,700 points. Uh, Chargers did get put up, like, I think 10 or so, but and it was enough to hold on, but the Steelers gave them a run for their money late and almost won this game. But then Chargers win 41-37, and Monday Night Football was all Buccaneers over the Giants 30-10, and that is what happened in NFL, in this in NFL Week 11. Your standings update, AFC East, the Patriots are in first place. Surprising thing to say at seven and four, followed by the Bills, who are six and four, followed by the Dolphins, who are four and seven, followed by the Jets, who are two and eight. AMC North, Ravens at seven and three, followed by the Bengals, who are six and four, followed by the Steelers, who are five and four and one, followed by the Browns, who are six and five. AMC South, Titans at six and eight and three at top, followed by the Colts, who are six and five. Could maybe make the division more of a fight than we thought it would be. Uh, followed by the Texans, Jaguars, both at two and eight. AFC West, the Chiefs at 7-4, the Chargers at 6-4, and four, and then the Raiders and Broncos both 5-5. Five and five. The NFC East, Cowboys up top at 7-3, followed by the 5-6 Eagles, followed by a 4-6 football team, followed by the 3-7 Giants. NFC North, A-3 Packers up top, followed by the 5-5 five five Vikings, followed by the 3-7 Bears, followed by the 0-9-1 Lions. NFC South, the Buccaneers up top at seven and three, followed by the Saints who are five and five, followed by the Panthers over five and six, followed by the Falcons who are four and six, and the AFC, NFC West Cardinals up top at five and nine and two, followed by the Rams who are seven and three, followed by the Niners who are five and five, followed by the Seahawks who are three and seven. Last week in predictions, I went nine and six, which much better than the last couple of weeks. And my total record for predictions on the podcast now is 53-33-1. Let's get into Week 12 predictions. Thanksgiving games. And by the way, uh, happy early Thanksgiving. I'll probably still say this. And I'll say happy Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, but might as well both. Happy early Thanksgiving. Hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving. Uh, but none of these games are going to be good, I'll tell you that. The one game that. There's one game that can maybe be good, and even that might not be good. Uh, but anyways, let's get into this. Bears at Detroit. I don't think the Lions are going to be able to keep up with the Bears. I mean, then again, like upsets have been happening, but I don't. I have I have the Bears in this one. Raiders at Cowboys. This could be a game to watch. Um, but I have Dallas winning this game, but this could be interesting. 
Buffalo, New Orleans, I have Buffalo. That's the Thanksgiving games. One, maybe two at best games there to watch, but really not a good Thanksgiving games uh, stretch. Sunday games, Steelers at Bengals, I have Steelers. Uh, Buccaneers at Colts, I have Buccaneers. Panthers at Dolphins, Panthers. Titans at Patriots, Patriots. Giants at Eagle hosting the Eagles. Honestly, just for upset sake, because I, like I said, at this point you just got to pick an upset wherever and whenever. I have the Giants, uh, Jag- Falcons at Jaguars, Falcons, Jets at Texans, Jets, Bron- Chargers at Broncos, Chargers, Rams at Packers, Packers. Because I just have a, I don't think that the Ram, I think that uh, Stafford's just back to his old line self. Vikings at Niners, Vikings, Sunday night football, the Browns at Baltimore. This is a, these next two, the next three weeks uh, with the middle being a bye is against the Ravens at Baltimore this week, Sunday night football. And then two weeks uh, at home, uh, one o'clock game that I actually will be at. Um, I obviously don't hope for more illness to anybody, but I hope Lamar Jackson somehow does not play this game. Uh, but either way, I do hope that Cleveland wins, and I do have Cleveland winning this game. And Monday Night Football, Seahawks have football team. I have Seahawks. And that's NFL Week 12 predictions. We'll see how this goes because, honestly, who knows how the football season has been going. MLB, the end of the awards, and there were some other uh, contracts that happened a bit. i am make a few notes of. Um, so we left off with the rookie of the years being Randy Rosarena and uh, Jonathan India. Managers of the year, the one that made sense, Gabe Kapler, led the Giants. No way expected them to be in first place. Made sense. Kevin Cash made absolute no sense. I mean, if you want to say playoff, they did worse in the playoffs this year. They only won one game. And I mean, like, I don't get how Kevin Cash won manager of the year again. I just don't get how. Like, I'd love for one of the writers who voted for Kevin Cash to win to come and sit down and explain to me how the heck they voted for Kevin Cash over Scott Servais with the Mariners who almost made the playoffs. Even I would have voted Scott Servais. I, I just don't didn't understand it. Uh, moving on, too much of well, maybe not too much of a rant, but I could go ranting on on it more. But I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Cy Young went to Robbie Ray and Corbin Burns. No surprises there. Uh, I mean, there was a bit for Cole, but Robbie Ray did do better a bit. Not really much of a surprise. MVP going to Bryce Harper in the National League. Now, I expected that. Soto and Tatis had a fair chance, but I knew Harper was going to win. He had the better defense of them all, and Tatis was hurt a lot this year. Soto, he's a good hitter, but just has a problem with fielding. And AL went to Otani, which was not a surprise to me, but the fact that he was unanimous uh, threw me for a loop. I was like, what? Unanimous? What? Like, that caught me for a surprise. and then comeback player of the year, which was actually announced last night, the official went to Trey Mancini, who's the player who survived cancer from last year. Well, deserved, he deserved it very much. I mean, he, there was a case for Mitch Haniger, but he, it doesn't compare like an injury that cost him a bit to cancer. Like, 
no comparison. Don't even try to make a comparison. It's not worth it. And then I'll go and Buster Posey. Complete makes sense. He had a crazy year that nobody expected. Found the fountain of youth. And, and now he's retired with a comeback player of the year and a whole bunch of awards and a no doubt Hall of Famer. Uh, other MLB knows to talk about. The ballots for this year actually uh, came out. I'm not going to talk about it until we get closer to the announcement because that's not till January. Uh, plus, who knows if – I mean, last year no one even made it in, so who knows if anyone makes it in this year. Uh, but I'll just go through some contracts. Um, actually, I see this, and I didn't even know this. Apparently, Kendall Graven might be uh, going to the White Sox for three years and hearing a three-year deal. Wander Franco just got a 12-year deal with the Rays to stay there uh, for $223 million. Uh, Seiya Suzuki, a player from Japan, is up on will be up on the market. Uh, Mets, Giants, among teams that are looking into potentially getting him. Uh, Alex Wood is staying with the Giants. Anthony Diaz-Sclafani is staying with the Giants. Oh, Tyler Wade got traded by the Yankees. That was surprised me. Uh, Stace Clefani, I'm back on a three-year deal. Aaron Loop signed with the Angels on a two-year deal. Uh, see any others I can just read off? Oh, uh, Oh, and Sandy Alcantara got a five-year uh, extension with the Marlins for $55 million. Um, That's MLB for now. Um, I'll keep on talking offseason if there's moves. Hopefully there will still be some. Um, yeah. NBA LeBron James was a hot topic from Sunday. What in the world has happened to LeBron James? Uh, on Sunday, the Pistons were playing the Lakers. And during free throws by someone on the Lakers, or I think it was Lakers, I don't remember who it was. Uh, LeBron, like when they when he was going to protect, accidentally like elbowed or like punched or something like that to uh, Detroit Pistons players. Uh, Detroit Pistons. Uh, hold on, let me pull up the names. I'm blinking on the names right now. I want to be accurate with this because this was a crazy story. <laughs> Man, what's going on? What what's new with LeBron? Really, not shocking. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, and then a whole brawl ensued uh, with Stewart wanting to fight back big time. Uh, James got ejected. I think Stewart also did. And at the end of the day, the NBA suspended LeBron for a game and Isaiah Stewart for two games for the on-court altercation. But. I don't even know what's going on with LeBron anymore. He's a whole, uh, anymore. So that's pretty much it for this week's uh, episode. Crazy. We've gone through eight episodes to this point. Uh, Wow, I cannot believe it. Uh, thanks for all the support to this point. Thank you for getting me up to the subscriber amount to this point. 
I can't wait for the future. Um, at some point, I'm going to set a subscriber goal for tw by 2022, beginning of 2022. Uh, not sure what it will be at. Uh, probably be with Q&A. Uh, at the end, Q&A in 20, early 2022. We'll see what happens. Let's wrap this up. Thank you for coming back, coming on for episode eight of the podcast. Uh, uh, this what a crazy week this was. Next, the video will come out with the rankings, but next week we'll have the aftermath of the game. We'll have the aftermath of the rest of week thirteen of college football. We'll have week twelve to talk about. We'll have MLB news that could happen. Hopefully, something that happens in the NBA and so much more. Thank you for watching. Subscribe if you're new. Leave on notification bell so you know when I go live or post a video. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.